Hello and welcome to According to John. Today we have a great topic and the topic is what is Christianism? Heard it called Christian nationalism. It's a hot topic and it's great to be back, Johnny. Just a lot of our Southern friends don't know what it is to dig out of 30 inches of snow. <laughs> you, you see your car, you're not sure if that's a car or it's, but hey. So you know how I knew it was my car? The mirror sticks out on the side. <laughs> The rest of it was gone. Well, snowdrifts sometimes cover the mirrors, too. So anyway, God. we're alive and well in upstate New York. Glad to be back with you guys. It has been fantastic, and I'm excited to be back. Excited to be, because we missed getting together last week. We got snowmageddon. Yeah. We got, uh, missed it, so we're back today. I got to shovel off my roof. Yep. I should have done it that day, and I forgot. Well, I didn't forget. I just didn't do it. And then I went, okay, I'll do it tomorrow. You let that 30-mile-an-hour wind uh, wimp turn you into a wimp i know yep. what you did and so now i got ice up there two feet of snow it's going to snow again this week i got to clear my roof you want to help yeah. come on, you <laughs> southern boys come on up Give us a hand. <laughs> we got good pizza up here it'll be worth it hey welcome to according to john today we're going to be talking about what is christianism and hopefully we're going to do this one justice there's so much going on about this um and i know like beth moore She's she's a kind of a hot topic with this one. Been in the news a lot, all based upon the election and uh, what's going on with the division in our country politically. Uh, Christians rising up and letting their voice be heard. We're salt and we're light, but we have to be biblical before we're right. political. And that's our goal today is to really identify what do the scriptures say on this topic we're not here to put in raise anybody up or really put anybody down but just to have a you know let this mind be in you which was right. also in christ jesus so we we handle this in a biblical way not bring dishonor to the cause of christ yeah i it's oh man i'm telling you two things you never talk about politics and religion <laughs> well, welcome to according to john <laughs> blending together this one y'all right, pray for us <laughs> this one right here literally is a collide of I see churches divided. I see families in the church divided. I have one uh, family that I love dearly, great committed people to the Lord where the parents, the older generation kind of blend their faith into their politics a little bit more than their children. And they go public with it on uh, social media. It's like, please don't do that. Please, please, please. Uh, but uh, we just need to know where to land in our walk with Christ as we listen to what's going on in the news and um, and be ready for such an hour as we think not the son of man come these are signs of the of the second coming of christ we can celebrate that part of it but the division part of it we just need to work our way through get, let you know get a biblical stand and, and go with that yeah because we have massive division right now yeah we don't need any more of that like never before division well hey let's go to the lord in prayer brother if you would pray for us we will get started let's pray Father, please make uh, these next moments with our listeners valuable to them, a time of learning, a time of humility. You give grace to the humble. Pray that we'll understand your word and stand uh, as a great uh, ambassador for Jesus in these last days. Give us your wisdom, we pray, and uh, protect us from the enemy. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, so <clears throat> we're going to look at uh, what is Christianism, and I'm going to give the Merriam-Webster uh, definition the definitions of, out and we'll dissect them with the word of God. And then we go from there. Yeah. So, so the, the definition is Christianism is simply the religious system tenets or practices of Christians. Okay. That's, 
That's the real definition. The problem is now they have moved it to say Christianism is, and, and, and literally, uh, I guess the parallel would be Islamism. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a, I never thought of that, but that's awesome. That's that, exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. So, so when I was looking at this and, and I went, okay, uh, let's, let's process this because again, it's, uh, it's a hot topic. And it's a topic that we want to cover, but the the issue is when when the world says Christianism, it's it's just a parallel of Islamism, and that's the way they look at us. They're kind of making their faith, and I don't even like to use the word religion, but we I think it is illustrated with Islam, Islamism, Islamism, where the faith is the politics, the religious right. leaders are the political leaders. That's where you get the Ayatollah in the form uh, in uh, Iran. The, the it's uh, no separation of church and state; it's one and the same. Whereas uh, Sunni Islam s- separates sort of church and state; they have political leaders separate. And so this Christianism is kind of a, I, I'd never thought of it before, but it is kind of like Islam. I think that's a great illustration, John. Yeah, I, it, and that's where when when I listen to it and I hear people talking, and then even get into these debates with people, and I and I was like, oh, my goodness, I have found, and it's really interesting, I have found myself backing up from debates because you look at President Trump, and now if, if people hate President Trump, now they hate Christians because Christians are like, you know, it's your fault that Trump is in there, and Christians are like Trump, and it's like, hold on, guys, listen, let me tell you why. Did I vote for President Trump? Yep, I did. Mm-hmm. And did I vote for him a second time? Yes, I did. But let me, let me tell you why. I knew we were not getting a perfect man <laughs> because there's no such thing. I also knew that uh, Trump has his issues, no question about it. But I got to look at things through the eyes of Scripture, and as well as you and every Christian should. When we look at this and we say, okay, I'm going to vote for the person that holds closest to the agenda idea of what God puts in his scripture. Yep. That's exactly how it is for me. I go back to, to Jesus, uh, the words of Jesus, when he said, render unto Caesar, that would be the political views right. fall within the, 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 the system, uh, obey those that have the rule over you. So these are the, the commands of God concerning right. government and then render under God, the things that are God. So there's a separation there. Right. I don't want my pastor to be the president. If if my pastor becomes a president, then I, I don't want him to be the pastor all right. at the same time. <laughs> Not against pastors uh, being leaders. Right. Uh, we've seen that with Mike Huckabee. He was a governor and he was a pastor, but he stopped being a pastor when he became the governor. Uh, he brought to his governorship the, the values that he learned from Scripture, historic Judeo-Christian morality, uh, pro-Israel stand, pro-life stand. Those are very big biblical issues. Very divisive, uh, but I don't apologize for, right. for what God said. And I don't hate people who disagree with me. Jesus said, love your enemies and political enemies. I don't, I don't hate anybody. Right. I pray for them. But there's a, a push to push Christianity completely out, which is in our face. And then there's a, a, a push from another group. People want to bring it completely in. 
And I think it's a balance that we need to, to strike. And I think that balance was personified or, or made clear by Jesus. who said, render unto Caesar what is Caesar's, unto God what is God's. Yeah, I, when I'm looking at this and you talk about the balance, so we, here we have, we have President Trump who says um, we're going to keep God in. Uh, Jesus is the Savior. Uh, abortion is wrong. It's murder. Give me some other Jerusalem as uh, the capital. Oh, isn't that huge? Acknowledging the Golan Heights as part of Israel. Um, yeah. So he's been pro-Israel, and God said, I'll bless those who bless the Jew. So right. that's very important so, to me. So, and it, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's very important to us. And then, then you look at uh, Biden and Kamala. We're just, I mean, because this is what's in our face. So let's talk about it. I'm not, mm-hmm. not going to dance around this and act like the elephant's not in the room when the elephant is in the room. Absolutely. I love pointing out the elephant. And then saying, this is it. So if we look at Biden and we look at Kamala, and this is, this is, you can literally go out, pull up all you want of video, newspaper articles or, or electronic articles. In their own words. In their own words. And here's what you will hear. Christians are the problem. We are going to uh, not only bring back abortion, but Biden made it very clear that he is going to set aside billions of dollars to pay for abortions in other countries. Mm-hmm. Kamala very clearly said, uh, for the Christian, we're coming after you because you are the reason Trump is in. She also said, and Biden said, <clears throat> that uh, those who hold Christians, right, we're going to get rid of religion, we're going to get rid of that religion. We're going to shut churches down. Prior to Biden and Kamala, we had Hillary Clinton saying uh, that we're deplorable. Uh, we cling Think to about our that. God and our, our guns, guns and our Bibles. Uh, you know, lost people say lost things. They think right. lost things. They do lost things. And so we're not surprised by any of this. We were told by the prophets what to expect right. in the last days. Jesus said, blessed are you when all men shall revile you and speak evil against you falsely. They hate you because they first hated me. So I'll wear as a badge of honor the, uh, it's only verbal persecution at this time. Right. It's, yeah. it's coming to more, I'm it's afraid. Coming. I don't know when, but I know it is coming. And so my success or failure is not to hold back the, the Antichrist and the co- new world order that's coming. Because you can't stop that. We already no. know that because the Bible says it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. And, that doesn't, and it will be. There's something more important going on right. than political things, and that's the kingdom work. Uh, Jesus said, put, we put our hand to the plow and we don't look back. I'm on, the church is on mission. Uh, the most important thing to God is not an election. The most important thing to God is are people looking at what's happening in the world and they realize this is no quinky dink. This is a culmination of what the prophet said would come and it's here and it's not pretty and it's difficult. It's going to grow worse and worse Mm. as uh, second Timothy uh, three tells us. So here we are in the midst of it all. It's in our face. We have Christians that are well-meaning and fired up. And, uh, I, I think we're and then hated for it, which I find so interesting. Yeah. And we're hated for it, but I, I, I don't want to hate back. That's well, you know, very important to me. I don't so, want to hate. Yeah. We're not. So here's an interesting part of this. I am just absolutely exhausted with this battle. Yeah. I'd have other things I'd prefer to be addressing. Yeah. You know, so if you take a stand, um, and, and this is what I find really, really crazy 
is the modern political discourse, right, that we have going on. And this is what it tends to be. It tends to be shallow and melodramatic. And <laughs> like that word, melodramatic. Melodramatic. That might be an understatement. Right? <laughs> so here we have words like hatred, fascism, right? We have uh, communism, racism, uh, persecution, violence. Um, si <laughs> this one kills me. If you're being silent, you're violent. Yeah. That, that, so, so if you don't take a stand, that's as much violence as if you take a stand, it's like, oh my goodness, you guys are killing me. You can't win for losing. And I, I'm just exhausted on this. And then people were coming up with this extreme, that uh, the accusation toward Christians of extreme dominionism. Now, let me give you the extreme dominionism uh, theology that they, that they say it is. So it holds that believers should emphasize obtaining positions of power in earthly uh, governments, and then all laws and everything should be according to Scripture. Now, I will say this. That would be awesome. That's a pipe dream, dude. <laughs> Imagine all the people living life right. alone. <laughs> that would be amazing, right? And the neat thing is this. That'll never happen here. But his kingdom mm. is coming and his will will be done. And then we will have, I wouldn't call it dominionism. I would call it a theocracy. Right. But it'll be awesome because we'll have an absolute omniscient, righteous judge. Well, the millennial reign of Christ. Yeah, that thousand-year kingdom coming. The thousand-year millennial reign of Christ is going to happen on earth. So right now for you and I to say, hey, listen, I want, I want dominionism. I want that. I mean, listen, everything according to the word of God. That would be because awesome. it works. It works, and it's it's uh, brings justice. Yes, and it's it's equality for all people. Right. People, the social justice warriors won't have anything to fight. It'll be there. Yeah, it's coming. So it's 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 going to be fabulous, and it's guaranteed, and it is coming. But until then, until then, and and that's that's what we're saying. Here's the reality. You talk about we were talking about balance. You know, we got to keep things in balance. You said it earlier. It's balance, balance, balance. So here's the reality. As of right now, Christians will not have dominionism on earth. This is correct. It's not going to happen because you have too many believers and too many non-believers clashing and butting heads. So that's how we know this isn't going to happen. We do know, though, the day is coming when Christ returns. We had a gentleman ask us, as a matter of fact, he's one of your friends on Facebook, who said, hey, why don't you guys do a podcast on the events that happen uh, from the rapture on? Boy, that's gonna we're gonna do that podcast. It's coming. It is coming. And we're gonna do the podcast what it looks like. But in the meantime, here's what it's gonna look like real quick. Rapture. In heaven you have marriage supper or you have the uh, judgment, uh, seat, of judgment seat of Christ. And then marriage supper of the Lamb. The mother of all parties, John. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Can you imagine how good that food's gonna be? Oh, no devils, no devil food. Devil's food cake, amen. Yeah, <laughs> or deviled eggs. Angel food cake. <laughs> Sorry, man. China gave me too much of this high high geared coffee. I'm a little bit buzzed right now. It's this guy's fault. Over so here. here's I. <laughs> I gave Duke some of my um, some of my homebrew coffee. Oh boy, six shots of espresso <laughs> light things up. And he draws a line, and it's like this. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm happy, John. Leave me he's, alone. He's writing his notes. I'm like, dude, who's that for? <laughs> so, yeah, no devil's food cake, only angel cake, and no deviled eggs, only angel but, eggs, dude. But that peace will not come until the Prince of Peace comes. Right and brings it to the earth. He'll be the righteous judge. There'll be two groups of people come into that kingdom. Those of us right. who've, who've been with the Lord, we've been raptured up, the, the church that has died and has as in heaven, Jesus comes back with his church to set up the kingdom. There'll be those in our glorified bodies, right. and I think our procreation is complete, but there'll be those saved out of that great tribulation who will be in their terrestrial bodies and they will continue to procreate through that time. Right. Those people who are still in their fallen state uh, will be governed perfectly, but their old nature will still need uh, yeah. own. It, well, and God, Jesus specific will not allow them to act it out. It, this is correct. <clears throat> this is going to be the cool thing. You're still going to, you're still going to think ugly. You just can't be ugly. Yeah. It's <laughs> going to be a uh, pretty forced, uh, uh, situation there'll well, be no tolerance for evil and let me tell you how long it takes so just so you guys understand now for those of you who believe jesus christ your lord and savior uh, you're going to be with duke and i just so you know free ride to heaven and so um we might even take the tickets i don't know <laughs> jesus um, bought us all tickets take one that. and join us right now if you're not a believer you're going to be on earth and the first three and a half years are going to be amazing for you. The second three and a half years are going to be absolute hell. You're going to beg and wish to die, but not be able to. And you're like, oh, that's crazy. I it's know. the tribulation and the last half called the great tribulation. Great. And it's going to be horrific. Now, here's the interesting thing. For those of you who do not believe, when you see all those who profess to be Christians and actually live it out, they're gone. And you're like, hey, where's everybody that believed in Jesus? They're gone. You got seven years before, if you survive it, you have seven years for the return of Christ and the beginning of the millennial reign. That is when we will have Christian dominionism. Mm -hmm. Absolute, 100%. Uh, Jesus is the boss. Jesus is the boss, and everything will be operated and run by Jesus according to the word of God. So you're probably going to hate life for a little while. Might not like the kingdom. <laughs> they might like it. You know, because kids do like rules. They really do. They like, they like, uh, any rate, but, but right now the world hates that. And they're saying, Hey, this, this Christianism, this Christian dominionism where they want full control, full power. We want to run everything the way the Bible says, and the Bible's full of hate, or they can't do that. It's the Christian's fault. They're deplorables. They can't, we can't give them what they want because they're stopping us from having what we want. You know, our founders were facing this when they were rebirthing or birthing the United States of America. They were committed Christian people. Mm -hmm. But they knew that uh, we live in fallen bodies. They understood the depravity of man. They knew power corrupts and absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. Yeah. They knew there had to be balance of power to save us from this. But they chose not to set up a uh, dominion uh, political system here right. in America. And I think they were very wise and how they did it. So they chose not to try, even try to do that. And as uh, today, I want people to be well. I want people to have equal opportunity. I want people to know Jesus as Savior and right. have this world uh, just be their temporary home and heaven be their ultimate home. 
but we just see this constant battle. We know from the prophets exactly what Satan's agenda is, right. to lead us to a one-world government right. with a one-world uh, religious system, which well, I, I'm doing in a podcast soon. And, it, and it's set up, per, by the way, if you're not listening to Pastor Duke, the podcast Pastor Duke, go on any podcast platform, put in, podcast, uh, put in Pastor Duke, Dude, you got a great podcast going on, man. That's your fault, John. It is. You started it. It is awesome. I'm so excited. And this one that's going up soon. Or, or, or what's 2 a.m. What's the... Um, oh, yeah. Our dates are all messed yeah, up. Yeah. So what's the title to it? Oh, uh, uh, Globalism and the World Church. Go to that one. When you hear this podcast, if you not listen to that podcast, dude, you need to listen to that. I just called everybody. Go into great, much greater detail. <laughs> Oh my goodness, it's so good. So, but here's one of the interesting things that you were just talking about is whenever you hear Christianism, uh, or of course we get labeled Christianism, we get labeled, uh, it, it's labeled theocracy, and it, and it it literally infuriates people. It puts unsafe people in fear. We're going to try to throw our religious convictions on them and take, they would say, take us back to the dark ages. Well, they're really not the dark ages. Oh, they're freedom. the dark ages are now. It would bring light. It would bring right. hope. It would bring joy. It would bring peace as we bow at the feet right. of Jesus. But lost people aren't going to ever see that. Yeah, but you were talking about how the one world government's coming in, and what they're using is Christianism, right? Which is a bad word to create hatred toward Christians who have any influence in the political arena. Yeah. It's like, oh my goodness, uh, that's Christianism. And, and they've painted it to be a really bad picture, and which literally will cause hate toward us. Yeah, we saw that in the Trump administration at, for, at his inauguration when he had uh, like three prayers instead of two, and, and they prayed uh, openly in Jesus' name, I pray, amen. I know, That right. created a lot of controversy. But, you know, nobody can tell me how to pray. And right. I, uh, so we have to respect people's conviction. If I have a friend that's Islamic, he's going to pray different than I am. He can still be my friend. I right. just think we have vast differences. But well, completely different because, number one, contrary to belief, Allah is not the same God that we serve no, in the Bible. Not, it's not God, but w that's a whole nother podcast. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and, and one day we're going to hit it. <laughs> yeah, we will. Uh, so here's, I'm going to, I'm going to switch gears because we're going to focus on, uh, what the Bible says Christians should be and should do. Do we want godly principles in the government? Yes. Well, okay. I do. And I know yeah. you do, right? <clears throat> we want godly principles in the government. Uh, we would love for the political power, government control to be to completely be biblical. I would love that. That would be so awesome. I think the closer we get to that, the better off people are. But uh, another group of people would see that as total disaster. I know. But, so. but look when we were in the beginning, when America was in the beginning. I know there's a lot of wars and everything else. But as time went on and we, we finally established ourselves as a country, uh, the wars were dying down We were or we were helping others. The the more godly people were, the more freedoms man had. There's a balance between. Man, absolutely. when I was growing up, when you were growing up, kids had rifle racks, gun racks in the back of their windows in their trucks. I took my guns to school. <laughs> and and you know what's crazy? Listen, you had a gun on the on the in your rack. You would go into a building or into a store, go into school. The windows would be down. You come out, your gun's still there. Yeah, it was a different world, wasn't it? 
It didn't scare anybody. Man, matter of fact, you took your guns to school because as soon as you, you either went hunting went before hunting. school or you well, went hunting after school. You might school. leave a little early. <laughs> right? Listen, when deer season opened, deer, uh, uh, opening day, they shut the school down because nobody was there. <laughs> Everybody was out. Everybody went hunting. And and now we've reached a point where guns are evil. People with guns are evil. And all of a sudden, all this stuff that we had freedom to have is now evil. And according to the word of God, man, it's not evil. The new world order cannot exist with the Second Amendment. It's got to it's got to fall. It's got to fall. Can, they can set up. Yeah. So so what I want to do is I'm going to look at uh, what Christians need to focus on. Yeah. I, I I love where you're heading with this. I think we need to kind of tune out all the argument, all the the base, all, all the uh, controversy. Go to the Word of God, and I know you're prepared to do that. Yeah, and that's what we're going to do. You know, this whole argument on standing what's right in the political arena, and dude, you know me, I'm so vocal, especially about politics and so on and so forth. And Facebook has literally shut me down. <laughs> I was getting I was getting death threats uh, threats because I was getting death threats because I was standing uh, for what was scripturally right in the political arena, and and people were private messaging me saying karma's coming. If I knew where you were, I would kill you. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And so finally. Uh, I just said, you know, this isn't worth it. This just isn't worth it. So, so I shut it down. And and you do the same thing, but you do it with so much more grace than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just vomited out, but Duke just colors it so beautiful. And um, <clears throat> you and I say the same thing. They hate me. They love you. <laughs> I don't know about that, man. And I'm like, uh, any you rate. give me backbone, Johnny. Well, it's just so funny, and and so. I, I finally went, you know what? I'm, I'm sick of the politics. And so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to look at what God's word says. And, and I talk to people now because you know, everybody's got to be politically correct. And it's hate if you share the gospel or, and I, and I was talking to a guy the other day and I said, Hey, listen to this. Cause I asked him if they shared the gospel cause they're Christians. Right. <clears throat> and they went, man, look, we don't have the freedom to do that. I don't want to offend like all these excuses. And I said, uh, do you love Jesus? Yes. I go, no, you don't. <laughs> That's that. <laughs> You're not forming you against me. That's yeah, that, what Jesus said. Yeah. So. And so I said, listen, if you can't tell your neighbor about the things of God, you neither love your neighbor nor Jesus. Because Jesus says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. And, the, and one of his commandments is, go and tell the world. Be your witnesses unto me. And so I said, you don't love your neighbor and you don't love Jesus. You when love you're yourself. Silent. You love, love yourself. yourself. And so let me tell you what the, um, what Christ's plan for the church is. Let, let me tell you what that is. John 1836, uh, because this is my world right here. I can't stand the political world anymore. Dude. Let's just get it, get it into the words of Jesus. Yeah, because the, the, the corruption, and you can say, oh, Trump is is corrupt. Biden's corrupt. Well, let me tell you, the whole stinking system's corrupt. This is true. I don't care if you're right or left, center, gone here is all corrupt. But let me tell you the the plans for the church. John 18, 36, Jesus said, 
My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight so that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now my kingdom is not from here. The kingdom that we got, that we need to fight for is God's kingdom, is heaven, is getting people into heaven, is telling people about Jesus so that they're not of this kingdom, but they're of God's kingdom. It is not to build our church, but it is to build God's kingdom. And then Romans 13, 1 says, let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. And so, uh, therefore we are about what God is about. And he's, that's why he says you give unto Caesar what is Caesar's and you give to me what is mine. And generally whatever the, the laws of the land are as a Christian, I yeah. want to follow you them. I want to follow them. I've been blessed to spend uh, 34 weeks in Sweden. When I'm in Sweden, I just submit to the rules of Sweden. If it's yeah. highway, uh, speed limits or taxation for expenditures, I just submit myself to their government, uh, their requirements to get into the country um, or, or to visit how long you can stay. I obey them. Right. Now, we're getting to the edge of things where in Scripture, on occasion throughout history, there has been the responsibility of God's people for civil disobedience. That's a whole nother topic there. I'm glad but you're it, bringing that up. But it fits into this topic because we're almost there. When, when the scriptures say, uh, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together, that that's the word of God. Then when our governor says, do not, not assemble. assemble, then I have a little bit of an issue. So, Well, and the disciples, when they were arrested, and they said, do not preach this to anyone. Don't say anything, and we're going to let you out of jail, mainly because they couldn't keep them. <laughs> Angels might have not unlocked the door right. and brought them out. We're going to let you out, but you be silent. And then they said, right back to the temple and right back into preaching. Shall we listen to God or shall we listen to man? And I'm just going to tell you, when man goes contrary to God, I stand with God and I'm going to be vocal. Mm -hmm. Yep. And the and world will hate us. And the world will hate us. But that's, listen, that's the difference of submitting to the government mm -hmm. and not submitting to the government. What we've done in, in our church is we go ahead and mask up and come in, and I hate that, but we are submissive. We have a list of everybody who's there. If there's uh, cases that arise, thank God it hasn't. Uh, even here in New York, uh, we would call everybody. We try to follow the biblical protocol, but we assemble, and we assemble in the name of Jesus. I believe we're at the point now that if, if they try to, well, the Supreme Court has sided with us, so we're going to continue to meet no matter what. What a victory. Now... <clears throat> It's so funny because people are like, oh, that's not a victory. Churches are responsible for COVID. Well, no. Don't. Let me help you out. China is responsible <laughs> for it. Is, uh, it is, as much as people hate this, it is the China virus. That's where it it's came not from. the church virus. It's the China virus. Churches aren't spreading it. Maybe, maybe the riots had something to do with it. Maybe... Every assembly has something to do with it, maybe, but you can't blame the Christians for this virus that has been pushed and blown up. And well, Nero blamed the Christians for the burning of Rome. Yeah, <laughs> so there's nothing new under the sun. There's it would, I think, we would almost expect that. But yeah. we've been blessed. You know, I go down to the Capital City Rescue Mission and preach every month. I know you do as well. They've had no cases. None. And uh, they they can't even come remotely close to social distancing in that uh, that space. But well, let me tell you what else they don't do either. 
They don't wash their hands every time they move. They, sure they don't. don't listen. You talk about some. Some of them are very clean, but some of them are are not. They're not. They're right off what's the street. And you walk up to them, they smell like alcohol and urine and everything else. I promise you, if the dude smells like urine, he's not washing. He's not washing. <laughs> he is not washing his hands. And so when you when you look at this, and yet none of them got COVID. Yeah, that's an interesting uh, interesting thought, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, and it's a reality. And how is it that all of a sudden now they want you to wear a mask in your house? They want you to wear a mask in your car. They don't want you to ride together. They want you to ride separate and because these are the things that all of us in Christian world and church leaders are wrestling with because we're trying to be compliant because yep. that's in the scripture. But there is a, a time when civil disobedience is in place. The the midwives, the Egyptian midwives defied. The, well, where would America be if there wasn't civil disobedience yeah. to the, the British government? America the, wouldn't be. We wouldn't be. Hadn't it been? But uh, uh, there is a time to fight. There is a time. And the Hebrew midwives chose not to be compliant to Pharaoh's uh, decree to kill all the baby Hebrews. All the, yeah, all the, and God blessed them for that civil disobedience. So these are complicated issues. Well, what about uh, Rahab? Rahab the harlot. Yeah. The harlot, man. She, she sided with God's people against her own people. And God blessed her. And God ble- and brought her into the lineage of Jesus. How about that? You talk about blessed her. I got goosebumps oh on that one. Um, and that's what I'm saying. Listen, it, it, we're not we're not gonna just stand up to fight the fight. You have to have a fight to fight. <laughs> There's a fighter that lives inside of us, the all time undefeated champion of love, and we uh, we render unto Caesar what is Caesar's. And when Caesar goes too far, then we get from the Word of God where we should stand. He's made it clear, and we stand there. As we stand there, we stand strong. We stand there without apology, but we stand there as, as nice people. Mm-hmm. We're standing there not to hurt other people, but to be biblically compliant, believing God's favor will be upon us right. as we do so. That's so, real important. So as we look at this, we're going to look at what God commands us to do as Christians, okay, which is not going to be popular today. But either way, listen, Jesus already said, Blessed are you when all men shall revile you and speak yeah. evil against you falsely. Yeah, and don't be shocked when you're persecuted. If they hated me, they're going to hate you. Just another sip of that. <laughs> <laughs> that is gold right there. Dude. I love you, man. Oh, so I make my own brew, and uh, boy, it's so good. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I'm supposed to help I'm supposed to help with the podcast, not distract you. Get Go on, John. I'm sorry. All right, so here we go. His commands to make disciples. This is what... This is what Jesus commands us to do, and and it's going to go against the political grain, but it's still what we're called to do, and that's what we're going to focus on. Uh, Matthew 28, 19, it says, go therefore. Now, mind you, this is not not a suggestion. This is a command. Go therefore, make disciples. That is when, that make disciples literally is win people to Jesus. Uh, and you do it where? Of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then verse 20 says, then after you win them and baptize them, then you start teaching them the things of God. Uh, and then he says, uh, so in verse 20, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and I am with you always, even to the end of the age. 
That's our job. That is our on job. mission. No matter what happens politically, that's what's important to God for his people, his church, representing him, the ambassadors for Christ. No matter what's going on in the political arena, we have our marching orders. We do. And then uh, we are to reflect his truth. Matthew five thirteen through 16. You are the salt of the earth. And then I think, I think we are almost living this second phrase today. But if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven." Do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For assuredly, I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one tittle will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. Verse 19, whoever therefore breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches men so shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does and teaches them, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. And so when, when we look at this, we have to reflect his truth. We have to be salt. We have to talk about this. Also understand it is not our attempt to turn the nation into a congregation. That's not it. This one by one telling people about Jesus as the Holy Spirit will knock on the door of people's hearts and they choose to open it and be right. born again into his kingdom or close it and remain in the darkness. In this passage, we, it's very clear that the enemy will try to silence the voice of, of Christ. Right. Right. And that's where we keep our hand on the plow. We don't get politically supercharged where we're now on a political mission. Right. We are keenly aware of what's happening. We are aware of the voice of the anti-God movement. We oppose that, but we try to oppose it from a biblical perspective, opposing it in Christ-like spirit. Uh, there was a time when Jesus went in and overturned the money tables, and he freaked them out. And, yeah, uh, but he, that was there's a time for that. Uh, that but, takes a, a real discernment from God to know when to do, you know, to step into that territory. So let's just look at, at this for a minute. Let's just say we separate state from church. Now I understand, uh, and you understand that when that was made, it was to keep the state out of the church, not the church out of the state. This is correct. But not in the constitution. It was in a handwritten letter by founding father. Unfortunately. Yeah. So, Okay. Keep the state out of the church, the church out of state. Let's just say that that's what it is, to keep, keep them both separate. If that's what it is, then why is the state so interested in stopping the church? Because they know that if we go out and do our job, that we are salt and light, that we're going to win people to Jesus. And as we win people to Jesus, they're going to influence more people and more people are going to influence more people. And before you know it, Christians are running the state. And that totally freaks them out. That is what they don't want. That's what they can't have. And that is their agenda. And their whole plan to stop is we cannot have the things of God 
influencing the things of Satan. The world has had uh, seasons of tyranny. We've had, especially in the 20th century, massive uh, socialism and communism where millions of people died. And uh, we know that the new world order will be totalitarianism under the Antichrist. So we know it's coming and we know why it's coming. We do not know exactly when it's coming. And uh, we are watching a lot of the how Mm -hmm. it's coming with mandatory well, things. Oh, so man, I'm aware so from the scriptures what's going to happen. Right. I'm a part of my calling is to warn people about what is happening and be you ready. And that's what your podcast really is about. That's it's a wonderful it's podcast. Uh, I'm um, glad, to, glad to do it. To understand Christianism, we also understand that personal faith and submission to Christ are not signs of Christianism. Absolutely not. Totally separate. Totally separate. Here's what they are. John 14, 15. Jesus says, if you love me, keep my commandments. And so it's not signs of Christianism. It is obedience to our Savior to do that which we have been called to do and saved to do. Now, the world doesn't want to hear it. And unfortunately, Christians don't want to hear it either. Most Christians. I see... Two extremes. The Bible talks about let your moderation be known mm-hmm. on the man. I, I and I have friends that kind of lean one way, lean another. I don't want to be on the far side of either of these. I see one group of people in, in Chris, Christianity, people that I know and love, mm-hmm. that just basically want nothing at all to do with politics. I'm just going to love Jesus, love Jesus, love Jesus, and love people. Well, we need to love Jesus and love people. But then I have, they want to be kind of completely excluded from it. And I think it's not good to have a, a voice of silence on, on some huge issues that are in our well, face. Today. Well, here's the thing. To follow Jesus by necessity, when Jesus says, if you love me, keep my commandments, by necessity, that includes determining what, uh, what uh, policies and politicians that we support. Yeah, it, moral, it Because to. they are voting and representing us on on moral positions and act actions yeah. uh, and, 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 and we scene. can we cannot listen we cannot be silent and allow politicians to go in that are going to demand us to violate yeah. god's word so we see on one side the uh silencing on the other side we have people that take up christian people that want to take up the political resolve and make that their mission and right. kind of blend them into one I don't agree with that. I think we just have to uh, have that close walk with Christ, have a biblical worldview, and vote and promote uh, candidates that will vote biblical. Well, yeah, but think about this. You had Christians voting for Biden and hating Trump. But now now just stop. And I don't know that. Listen, if you did, what I... I don't know how I don't know how you can do that, and I'm going to tell you why. I don't know how you can vote for a candidate that says I will not only support, but I will pay for, continue to pay for, and increase what I pay for to kill babies. Yeah. How do you vote for someone who is for abortion? How do you vote for someone that says and clearly says? And I got to be careful because I get impassioned. Uh, how do I you never vote? noticed that? <laughs> how do you vote for someone who says? I will get rid of religion. These Christians will not be allowed to meet. These Christians, we will get rid of. How do you vote for Biden and Kamala? And yes, I already told you I voted for Trump. I I am uh, 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 I am absolutely appalled by 
uh, Biden's and, and Kamala's uh, um, position of same-sex marriage, abortion, and getting rid of Christians. How can you be a Christian and support someone that wants to get rid of you? Well, one day they may... Yeah, I hear you. I'm legit. I cannot fathom that. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not what I, I say? say. And, then, so. and then Jesus is going to say, away from me, you worker of iniquity, for I never knew you. You live in sin. You support sin. You voted for sin. You glorified sin, and now you want to call me Lord? Get out of my face. Okay, that's not what he's going to say. But that's, <laughs> that's my that's my. <laughs> that's my if he lets you represent him, that's what they're going to hear. <laughs> that's what they're going to hear. If he's like, he's like, Johnny, get over here, and you tell him, Tell them that. Uh, that's what they're going to hear. I I'm, I'm, I start sweating when I think about that. Yeah, yeah. We're living in the last days, and uh, I get. To, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to adjust the volume on this because I know I'm yelling into this. <laughs> into this mic. I talk so off, man. You got to turn me up and tune you down, dude. I am. I am. It's so violated the red right now. I'm going to have to moderate all this. I just don't get it. I'm befuddled. I am not going to lie to you. I am absolutely befuddled. Let me by settle all you down this. here, Johnny. Here's what here's what you got to hold on to. Yeah, go ahead. Because when Jesus came the first they, time, people say they say, "John, Duke's good for you." <laughs> <laughs> so Your coffee's good for me, man. So, I know that. So be good for me right now, brother. <laughs> well, I, I've been beating my head against the rocks about 15 years longer wow. than you have. But when I look at the uh, how horrific it was for Jesus and he was innocent and they arrested him and they, they knew he was innocent and they turned him over to the Romans and the Romans knew he was innocent. And yet for political uh, advantage, they killed him. They killed him. But here's what even, even the governor said, I see no fault in this man. And they're like, kill him, kill him. Don't go against us. But here's what's so cool. Those that opposed Jesus on the religious side, Annas, the, high, the former high priest, Caiaphas, his son-in-law, the present high priest, the Pharisees, Sadducees, scribes, the, the political uh, uh, organizations of their time, every one of the political uh, groups missed Jesus because he wouldn't join their little party. On the uh, Roman side, Pilate, Herod, uh, they all miss Jesus, but in the their condemnation of Jesus, they only fulfilled the plan exactly. of Jesus. And I assure you, and this I need this for my own heart. Mm-hmm. I assure you that the exact same thing is happening now. But isn't that now you dude, you said something that is so comforting. I need that to for assurance of my own heart, knowing that nothing happens that God doesn't allow to happen. And the truth is Biden and Kamala and the left-wing agenda is doing nothing but fulfilling the coming of Christ. That's it. They're, they're globalist. I think many times they mean well. Now they're all getting rich underneath the table. I don't know. I, that, I, dude, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know that they mean well at this point. I give them the. I, you're, this is where you're too kind. Eh, maybe I am, but uh, they have a globalist agenda. They see the biblical values as uh, evil. Right. Woe unto them say good is evil and evil is good. And so it's here, just like the prophet said. The new world order is almost in place. They're 
Uh, Dude, uh, look, we're, we're that. If you're on video, I got my fingers just a little bit apart. The World Economic uh, minnow Reset. Minnow size. Minnow size. <laughs> the reset. They're, they're is that close. Almost here. They're that close. Uh, they're ready to form their world church. Uh, it's all coming together. And so I'm not a failure. The church is not failing because right. these things come to pass. Right. Because our goal is not a to usher in a theocracy by political endeavor. Our goal is to walk really close to Jesus, be bright and shining lights right. in the midst of the darkness, and one by one see people come to faith in Jesus Christ. That's our victory. He right. that winneth souls is wise. Not right. necessarily he that winneth an election is right. wise. I'm not sure the election recently was uh, uh, honestly believed that Trump won in a landslide. The courts will have to determine. But either way, we win. We win. So I'm not in despair. Well, I, I told Sherry, I said, you know, Honestly, just stink and put Biden and, and Kamala. If it wasn't for my love of people and freedom, I would say just put Kamala and Biden. Uh, uh, and I say Kamala first because she's actually the president. Biden's just a little puppet that they're using. Uh, and um, uh, but just put him in there and let's just get this done. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. Yeah. And and I know that one of your cousins said you don't understand that if you're wanting Jesus to come real quick, you don't understand what's going to happen. No, we do understand. Uh, but at some point, you have to accept the fact that not every person is going to believe in Jesus and now have to feel the wrath of God. And those who do believe in Jesus, uh, they're going to see the glory of God. And Christianism is not biblical. And it's not what we something we expect of believers. What we do expect of believers is to stand on the Word of God, share the Word of God, preach the Word of God, live the Word of God. Uh, if you love Jesus, keep the commandments of God, which is share the Word of God, <laughs> live the Word of God, preach the Word of God. And when it comes to politics, here's a reality. We know that until the millennial reign of Christ, it is not going to be dominionism theocracy. Nope, and we're not a failure if we... Uh continue to see globalism ultimately reach its goal. Because we know it was going to happen. The Bible says it was going to happen. God said in the fullness of time, a virgin brought forth her son. Uh, Merry Christmas. Yeah. In the fullness of time, Satan tried to stop that, Yeah, and he failed. God also told us that in the fullness of time, he'll, he'll take his hand sort of off the world. You don't, want to, you don't want me. You don't want to listen. You want to do it your way. God says, okay. Right. You, you can do it your way. I don't think you're going to like what you get right. when you when I take my hand off of you. But if you don't want to be under my rule, go ahead. And God said, I'll turn this thing over to Satan, who even now is the prince and the power, power of the, of the air. air. Yep. He has and an agenda. And by the way, the, 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 the scriptures say the prince and the power of the air. And if you study it out, the only thing that makes sense is the prince and the power of the air waves. waves. I agree with that. Boy, are they filled because, with the, his agenda. Because oxygen is not his agenda. No. Air, or, the wind, none or, of that is his agenda. But or the, hydrogen or helium. It, no, it's, none of that. It's but not the chemicals. air waves yeah, he yeah. uses. And he controls the, the minds. He controls the narrative of this yeah, world. And yeah. we're not of this world. We don't think like this world. We're still in this world. He said, you'll be persecuted. So I don't like persecution. I don't want right. to be a martyr, but I know this. You get a crown if you are. Uh, if, if God puts me in a situation where my uh, a kind but strong stand for Jesus puts me in um, with problems with the state, 
they want to send me to a camp <laughs> to re- redo my mind. That dude, you realize that's real? Yeah, yeah, there, it's, it's it's in place. It's in place. They're already doing it in other countries. Yeah. China's been doing it for a long time, and the, the plans are to do it here, whatever's necessary. See, the church will be the last bastion standing uh, for biblicism over globalism. But the church will be raptured out. The church won't be defeated by this. The church will be delivered from this by the second coming of Jesus Christ, the rapture of the church. So I tell people who are, are, who are Christians that are kind of downhearted because of what they see happening politically, take heart. This was prophesied. This is just drawing us nearer and nearer to the second advent of Jesus, and we clearly win. God will f- sort through all this political stuff. It will not be uh, communism. It will not be socialism. It right. will be a theocracy. A righteous judge will reign. People have equal opportunity racially, equal opportunity uh, by way of gender, and it, it'll just be two genders oh, you mean uh, like, in the kingdom. Like it started? Yeah, <laughs> it's going to kind of go back to just the two genders that God created. Yeah, uh, and so that makes us unpopular, but yeah. that's the way it is. Yeah, let me let me just say this as we wrap up: uh, faith in Christ does not logically lead uh, to seeking to impose theocracy or or turning religious practice into a political platform. Seeking to live according to God's truth does not require attempting to replace government with some version of religion. Amen, amen, amen. Here's what we do as Christians. If, if you listen to this podcast and you're not a Christian, man, give, well, I, I pray that changes. Give your heart to Jesus. Yeah, get, you have to because uh, that's the only hope. I focused on the things of God. I focused on the Word of God and teaching the Word of God, preaching the Word of God, obviously, as being a pastor. I focused on helping people be strengthened through these times because when it all washes out, the only thing that's going to matter is how tight you're holding Jesus' hand. Screaming amen. I pray, I pray that you don't get caught up into politics. It's going to happen. We can help slow it down. But if you're going to make a sacrifice, don't make a sacrifice on the political scene. You make the sacrifice on the Jesus scene. Amen. You win people to Jesus. You learn and understand the word of God. Understand what it means when Jesus says, if you love me, keep my commandments. I can assure you, you will sleep better at night. You'll have way more peace in your heart. You'll have more calmness. Anxiety will disappear. Anger will disappear. And the love for many will grow hot. So I pray that this uh, podcast has helped you. I pray that... Through this, you have learned. I pray we communicated it well because sometimes these topics get hard. We're and, in the battle with you. Yeah, and, and and I get impassioned, and sometimes when I get impassioned, I come across really hard. I don't apologize for that. Um, I just got to learn to control it. <laughs> <laughs> Balance, baby. Balance. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in to According to John. I pray that this has helped you. Uh, I pray that Pastor Duke and I have helped enlighten. I hope that this podcast makes sense. And that our our passion didn't get in the way of communication. And so uh, may you learn this, grow. If it's helped you, share it with someone else. Until next week, God bless.